Welcome to the English with Kirsty podcast from www.englishwithkirsty.com. Here I'll be sharing with you tips, information and other learning resources so that you can improve your business English. with Kirsty podcast and today I want to look at things in a slightly different way because okay I'm a teacher but I'm also a student I'm um, I'm doing a part-time university degree in my spare time which I don't have a lot of but I'm, I'm fitting it in um, so along with my full-time job I'm also doing this this degree it's um, an IT degree so something that's different to what I've done before um, and yeah this is my first um, semester that started um, earlier this autumn and I'm learning a lot and it's really good but I'm also learning some things about teaching and I'm learning about being a learner because you know we never stop learning whether it's something as structured as a, a university degree or whether it's just a, something we're trying to learn in our day-to-day -day lives in our spare time um, and I think it's important to take the lessons that I'm learning from my course and to apply them to learning English because there are things that you can um, that would work whether you're talking about learning English or, or doing what I'm doing because there are times when you just don't understand something and that's really what I want to talk about now because I don't understand everything um, and certainly in terms of what I'm doing at the moment this this IT degree there are parts of it that I feel more confident with um, such as the stuff that we've been doing on um, writing web pages for example that I didn't find that difficult um, because I've, I've done some of that before but then other parts of it were more of a challenge for me have been more of a challenge things like that the math side of it um, some calculations that kind of thing maths was never my favorite subject at school I passed I did okay but it was always the thing that when I had maths homework I just thought oh I have to do maths homework it was never something that excited me and what I've learned on this course is part of that is because it maybe it was the way I don't think we had a bad teacher I, I liked my math teacher but I think some of the ways that we learned things at school were not the best way for me to learn them so they weren't bad they just weren't the best way for me to learn things and I think that happens with people when they're learning English as well like if your teacher just does things in a way that it just doesn't make sense to you at school then you might end up thinking oh English is hard because your memory of English at school is not necessarily a positive one um, and my my memories of maths at school were, were not particularly positive because I always felt that I had to work a bit harder and I didn't always feel satisfied because sometimes I've got a really good short-term memory um, and so that was good for exams I remember you have to do this and then this and then this and that's how you get the answer and that's how you pass the exam but that doesn't mean that I understood it and I always felt quite um, dissatisfied with that and also I'm not good at hypothetical so I need to see the the reason why we need to do something not if you wanted to find out this answer what would you do or you know I needed to see some kind of practical implication why do we need to know this um, why would we ever want to do this calculation then it makes sense to me but just thinking oh if sometime in the, in the future you wanted to know how to work this out how would you do it I, like, I don't know why why would I even care about that apart from to pass this exam so I think that that happens with English too like if you just learn some obscure grammar point then 
Why would you ever want to remember that? But if you can see how knowing how to do a particular thing will help you in a specific situation, then I think certainly with the people that I work with, um, it, it stays in their head longer because they understand, OK, I need to know this because and then they can relate it to something real, something that might come up in their life. Because what I realised with maths for me is that I do like numbers. I'm very interested in numbers. You know, like if you look at the way that I run English with Kirsty, I have spreadsheets for everything. There's a massive book of spreadsheets and they all calculate different things and I, I track different things and monitor things and work out, you know, for example, in terms of the advertising, what's working, what's what's being most effective um, and in terms of the, the financial stuff. I'm really on top of that. So it's not that I don't like numbers. Um, it's just that I didn't really enjoy maths at school. So I knew that part of this course that I'm doing would be would involve maths. There's, there's no getting away from it. And I knew that that would be something that I found more difficult. And I was right. <laughs> a couple of situations, there were a couple of situations where I really struggled with questions. But how I fix that is something that I wanted to talk about on the podcast, because I think there are parallels that we can draw with learning English, because um, there are things that I did that made things easier for me and I think they are things that people can do who are learning English. So I've got seven pieces of advice here or seven points to make about what you do when you don't understand something. Um, because they will help you hopefully if you if you do some of these things or the things that I found that work for me and so I just like to pass it on because it, it helped me so maybe it will help someone else. So obviously the first thing you can do is ask and I encourage my students to do that when we're working together on something when they're having a lesson if you don't understand something don't say that you have and because we'll move on and we'll maybe come back to this thing and if you've said you understood the thing and you didn't understand the thing then I'll believe that you understood the thing because you told me you did and you know I'll, I'll expect you to be able to do that or to know that everybody forgets things but if you if somebody genuinely doesn't understand something I'd much rather they said so and we can look at it again or maybe find a different example or a different way to do it maybe just to practice a bit more there are lots of things that we can do but I first need to know if, if something isn't clear then I need to know that so we can work on it a bit more um, and I know that's a bit harder if you're in much bigger classes sometimes to say that you don't understand something um, but, you know, the teacher is there to do a job and if they maybe nobody understands it, it could be that everybody is just thinking, I don't understand this. So sometimes it takes a bit of courage to say, actually, you know, I, I don't understand that. Can we do, can we look at this again? It might not be the teacher. Um, I remember somebody in my German class um, used to ask me sometimes after after class and, and I would explain the thing again, maybe in different words. But it doesn't have to be the teacher. And then this this um, person that I'm talking about would help me with other things as well. It wasn't it wasn't just me helping them. It was a two way thing, which is always good. You know, if you can help other people and then they help you, it, it's it's a good way to to be at school or whatever you're doing. But, you know, it's there's nothing wrong with saying that you don't understand something is, is the point that I'm making here, because, you know, teachers genuinely generally want students to learn and we don't know if you don't tell us. So if you don't understand something, first of all, then don't be afraid to say, because maybe there are other people who don't understand. Maybe you can speak to the teacher outside of the class. Maybe that's an option if you don't want to say it in front of everybody. But, you know, it, there's nothing to be ashamed of if you just haven't understood something. And I 
I tend to be someone that either understands something or I don't understand it. And there's nothing in between there. I don't partially understand it. I either get it or I don't. And, you know, maybe some other people are a bit like that because once I do understand something, I'm fine. But until I do, it feels like I, I really don't understand it. So point one is don't be afraid to ask. Um, point two, sometimes, you know, you just have to read something again and then read it slowly, maybe read it aloud because that makes you take time to read the words and to think about the words and what it's saying. Um, and sometimes that's really helpful. You can't just skim read something and expect to know it and understand it all. Sometimes you need to go through it slowly and reread it until you understand it. However, there are times when that just doesn't work because with one of the things that I was doing, I reread the thing <laughs> several times. I think it was three or four times and it happened to me twice. It wasn't just just one particular topic. There, there were two things and I reread the information in our um, learning materials and I just didn't understand it at all. Um, <laughs> it didn't help. And, and if I'd kept rereading it, that would have that would have frustrated me so much. So if looking at the material you have isn't helping, you know, give it a go, read it a couple of times. But if that really isn't helping, don't just keep reading the same thing over and over again and expect the magic to happen because sometimes it won't. It's just maybe the explanation's bad. That that could be a thing. You know, if, if there's a really bad explanation, it doesn't matter how many times you read it. But it could just be that it's being explained in a way that, that doesn't make sense to the way that you're brain works you know everybody has different ways of learning so maybe the way that it's being described or explained just doesn't work for you and if you keep reading the same thing again it's not necessarily going to help so you need to find another strategy so it could be asking the teacher which we've already talked about or it could be one of the other strategies that I'm going to mention a bit later in the podcast but um, I think sometimes people can really get themselves really stressed out because they keep going over the same thing again and again and hoping to get a different answer or a breakthrough moment. And sometimes it just doesn't happen. So you need to find an alternative solution. The next thing is think about when the best time for you for you is when the best time when is the best time for you to learn? Because for me, it's not before my coffee in the morning, my first one, two or even three coffees. Um, I'm not at my best in the morning. I don't work well. I'm quite lucky because I can structure my day. I can, I've got quite a lot of um, freedom to decide when I do things during my day. I have a lot to fit in, but I'm kind of in, in control of when I do things. So I know I'm lucky there, but really think about when the best time is for you. Because if you are trying to learn at the time that really isn't good for you, um, I know some people have to learn at certain times but if you can make it so that you do the hardest things when you're at your best then that will help you because if you're trying to do something really difficult when you're either not awake because it's first thing in the morning like for me or late at night maybe you don't work well late at night you're not a night owl and so trying to learn something new or difficult at that time will be worse for you because you're not at your best so I appreciate that we all have responsibilities or jobs or other things to do and we can't just learn at the best time for us. But I think if it's something that you know is going to be difficult for you and isn't just going over things that you've already done before, if there's something that you find harder, then try to do that at a time when you are more at your best. Um, when you're awake, when you have energy, when you don't have distractions, when you have somewhere you can just take some time out and learn this thing. Because sometimes the reason you don't understand something or can't pick something up 
is things around you. It's your state of mind. It's your um, the fact that somebody is making a lot of noise around you or it's the fact that you're really tired. So if, if something is becoming a problem, then don't don't feel bad about stepping away from it if you can, if you've got time to do that and don't have a test on it the next day. You know, sometimes we do just need a break, but also think like, I know if I'm going to do a new maths thing, for example, it will be harder than if I have to write another web page or do something else that I'm more familiar with or even write an essay because I, I don't mind writing. That's not a problem. But if I have to do some calculations, that will take more from me mentally than a task that I feel more comfortable doing. So if you know something's coming up that's going to be harder for you, then really think about um, when you do it and where you do it, because that could affect how quickly and easily you take in the information. So that's one, two. That's number three. Number four is about note taking, because I think um, especially if you're like me and you've got a good short term memory, you can think, oh, yeah, I understand that I can move on now. But, you know, that's short term memory and there's a reason why it's called short term memory it's because it's short term and it doesn't mean that the information has really sunk in has really gone into your brain and that's particularly important for something like learning a language because you know part of learning a language okay there is the theory side of it in terms of grammar but there is a lot of vocabulary as well so if you just think yep i understand that i get that i can move on i've got that information in my head now and you haven't then it's going to feel quite frustrating because you thought you knew it and then you didn't. So be aware of that um, and take try to work out a system for you in terms of taking notes. I know what works for me. I write things down. I, I don't underline things on text that I already have. I have to write something physically, um, well, with, with my laptop, but I have to write something down in my own words so that I can understand it. And other people will have their own ways of doing things. I'm not saying that's the right way. Other Some people use... Um, like to write with a pen um, because they say that that goes into their head better. Some people like to use diagrams. Some people um, like to work with a book and, and highlight their text. I mean, I'm not saying there's a right way because there isn't a, there's the right way for you and you need to find out what that is. But um, if you want to understand something, make sure you've understood something. If you have to write about it or even explain it to someone else, that's a really good way to check that you have understood something. Um, and also, if if you're trying to show somebody what, what you haven't understood and they can see your notes, then it can they can see what you haven't understood. Perhaps they can see what's wrong in the notes or the bit that you can't explain. And then they can help you work from there because notes are really good a to help you remember things but b to help you to figure out what it is that you don't understand because sometimes you have understood part of the process or part of the explanation but there's there's a sticking point and if you say to your teacher oh i just don't get this it's easier for them if they can see what specifically is causing the problem for you and then they can provide better help to help you fix the problem Okay, the next thing, I did touch on this, but it was the ask someone who knows. And you've got to be careful here because if you choose the wrong person, you can end up being even more confused and having an explanation that doesn't help you. Um, I've seen plenty of examples on Facebook where people have tried to help each other and ended up making it worse because they, um, for example, you see it in computer forums that like people give the worst advice and you just think, what? Why would you even say that? You clearly don't know the answer, so why would you even tell someone to do that? Um, and you see it in language forums too, where people are trying to be helpful, but the inf the 
explanation they're giving or the examples they're giving are just completely wrong and you just think oh no this this person has come looking for advice and then they're just going to get some really bad advice um so i'm not talking about that i'm talking about people who you know understand the thing or who you know are good at the thing and um, who will be able to help you so that could be your teacher but it, it doesn't have to be it could be someone else on your course um in my case um it was my partner because he um he understands the material so i was able to to go and say to him look i'm I'm doing this this is what i'm trying to understand i have questions about this topic but the information in the book makes no sense to me how would you explain this concept how would you explain how to do a problem involving this um and he did and that was what made it make sense for me and and he didn't help me answer there was some like self-study questions to make sure that you'd understood the point um, he didn't help me with those, but because of the explanation that he gave me, I was then able to go away and answer them myself, which is, you know, what I, what I needed to do. But it wasn't, it was just a different way of looking at the same information, a different way of presenting it. And I think that's the thing that really stood out to me with this. It's, it's not that um, there was anything wrong with the book. I, I don't think it was the clearest explanation for that particular point. But it wasn't working for me so what i needed to do was find somebody who did understand it and who could tell me in a different way and once my partner had done that i could then finish the exercise i was happy i understood i could tell someone else how to do it it was all good but if i just stayed with the explanation in the book that wouldn't have happened so sometimes you just need to particularly if you're doing something on a course um or if you're reading a book that's teaching you how to, um, that's teaching you English, sometimes if something doesn't make sense to you, find somebody who can do it and who does understand it. Um, and maybe that's all you need. Sometimes they will give a better explanation. I do think my partner's explanation was better than in the book that I have. But sometimes it's just a different explanation because sometimes when people ask me things at school, I don't think my my explanation was any better than the teachers I, I don't think it was it was just a different way of giving the same facts different way of presenting them and sometimes that's all you need so don't be afraid to do that obviously yeah be careful who you ask because if it's somebody who's going to confuse you you're going to feel worse so <laughs> don't do that but you know if you know somebody who does understand the material maybe they can help you um, the next thing is, I did touch on this earlier as well, but don't just, if, if you really don't understand something, um, don't do what I did when I was at school in my maths lessons. Don't just learn, okay, the answer is this because the answer is this, and I'm going to learn that the answer is this, and I can pass the exam, and I know the answer because I learned that that's what the answer is. You know, that that's just, that doesn't help you. If you really don't understand something, memorising answers... I don't mean answers to questions, I mean um, uh, this is how we work out this particular type of problem. You follow these steps and that's it. I mean, sometimes it's good to know what the process is, but half the time I was learning, okay, we have to do this, but I don't actually know why. So if, if one variable changed in the equation that I'd learned or in, in the um, process that I'd learned for coming to an answer, I was then completely... Um, in trouble because something had changed and because I didn't understand the reasons for why I was doing this, why I was following the particular steps, um, I then couldn't do anything if one of those steps changed because 
it, it wasn't like what I'd learned. I'd learned like a parrot, but you know, if something like that changed, then I couldn't do the question. So it's a really, I mean, it can work for things like a vocabulary test. You learn the vocabulary and that, that's what it is. But if it's something like how to do something, then just learning you have to do this and then you have to do this isn't always the right way because you don't, if you don't understand why, then even if something is really small changes in what you're asked to do from what you learned how to do, um, you can't do it. Whereas if you do understand the reasons behind things, then you can think, okay, well, you know, then I can change what I've learned how to do slightly to fit in with this new question because I understand the reasons behind each step in the process. So that's something that I've learned here. Don't just think, oh, I just need to get this gone. I need to get this exam done and over with and then I'll never see it again. Because sometimes things have a habit of cropping up and they can actually be useful if, if you take a bit of time and find out how to do them. And the last thing is, you know, don't don't just think it's you. If you're having trouble understanding something, don't just think, oh, I must be I must be stupid or I'm no good at this or I'm never going to be able to do this because I've had those thoughts with maths before. Um, I mean, it wasn't true because I, I did pass the exam and I, I did OK, but you can always feel like that if you if you're struggling with something to understand something, if it doesn't make sense, especially if you're on your own and you're sitting there going over and over it and it doesn't help. Um, it, you can soon feel quite negative about yourself and and how you learn or what you're going to be able to do. So my last point here is don't you know don't start blaming yourself. Find a solution to the problem. Find someone who can help you. Maybe it's just even a, a, a YouTube video or something. You don't even have to tell anyone that you're having trouble understanding something if you don't want to. But if you if you Google it again, be careful um, what what you read and what you pay attention to if you're just looking online, because there is a lot of incorrect information out there and unhelpful information. But, you know, often things that are made for other students or, you know, if you've got something like, for example, oh, I don't know, the BBC answers lots of questions about learning English. So I would I would trust, you know, something like that. Um, or if, if a school has published some information, things like that, or or blogs um, and podcasts, you know, there, there's a lot of good information out there. Um, there are some some blogs and some YouTube channels where the information isn't so great about learning English, but it's all about looking at what works for you, what you can understand, and maybe somebody will have a different way of explaining it. So try to focus on the solution and not just to see the problem as you don't understand it or you can't learn it or it's too difficult because if you do that you know if, if you focus on making it your fault then you, you'll just feel quite negative and then you lose your motivation and it'll be really hard to start again and to um to want to sort this out and, and learn it whereas if you think okay this is the problem i need a solution who can help me what can help me how can i fix this then that makes it more positive and you can find an answer so this hasn't been specifically about anything to do with learning English but I think we all have situations where we come across things that we don't understand or find really difficult or think we're never going to learn because it just seems too complicated but you know there is usually a way out um, and usually there's someone that can help us or a web page that can help us and sometimes it's just having the thing explained in a different way and then we can understand it so 
So don't give up, basically, is, is what I wanted to say, because there have been a couple of times on my um, course, especially to do with maths, I've, I've felt quite, oh, I can't do this. This is horrible. Um, but I did find solutions and you can too. So that's that's really what I wanted to say. Um, if it's a very specific problem or a very specific question that's um, going to take some time to go through, I do offer one-to-one um, -one training. So that's also an option if, if people are looking for help with their English. I mean, I do do the podcast, but I am also a teacher and I work with people individually. That is a paid service, but if it's something that you want, then um, you can have a look at the information on my website. But if it's like um, a one-off question that, you, that might be useful for other people as well, something that other people don't understand, then you're welcome to write to me and ask the question and it may be something that I can cover as a podcast episode and or a blog article or both um, and other people can benefit from that too. So if you have like a more general question about something to do with English or grammar or vocabulary or how to do something or what to do in a specific situation in English, business English, um, then yeah, send me an email um, podcast at englishwithkirsty.com and because three people have called me Christy today, it just seems to be a day for it. It's not Christy, it's Kirsty. So K-I-R-S-T-Y. And that's important because if you write English with Christy, it won't get to me. So podcast at englishwithkirsty.com. If you have any specific questions that you think are something that other people can benefit from that I can do on the podcast. So apart from that, um, don't be discouraged about things you don't understand. There's usually a way to, to fix it and to sort out the problem. Have a good week and have fun learning English. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the English with Kirsty podcast. If you have any questions or comments, my email address is kirsty at englishwithkirsty.com go to www.englishwithkirsty.com slash podcast where you'll find information about the individual episodes.